0: I'll introduce. Right. What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode five Number of the five. Midweek Athletes Podcast. Before we get started, thank y'all. If y'all have been tuning in the last four episodes, we appreciate y'all. Continue all continue to like, share, subscribe.
1: Absolutely. Uh,
0: word of mouth. You know, just make sure you help us get our name out there and everything like that. So we appreciate y'all. Uh, and happy holidays!
1: Happy holidays! Merry Christmas to everybody, man! Merry Christmas!
0: Any big Christmas plans?
1: Other than the plans that these children have for uh, <laughs> gifts, not really. I got you. Um, just gonna be at the house, man, chilling. What got about you. yourself?
0: Uh, chilling. Just same thing. Same um, thing. We we just chilling. Mom and my uh, stepdad coming through, and we just gonna hang out and exchange gifts and mm-hmm. call it a day. So.
1: All right, mom's coming over It's always a
0: good time Yeah All right, so first topic that we're going to get into What NBA teams are going to fall off after the Christmas break? So we're going to start with the Eastern Conference So uh, I'll just go one through ten And we'll we'll just talk about whoever's whoever's going to fall off in our opinion So number one, Boston Number two, Milwaukee Number three, Philly Four, Orlando Mm -hmm five, New York, six, Miami, seven, Cleveland, eight, Indiana, nine, Brooklyn, and ten, the Hawks. That
1: just goes to show you how bad the East is at the Hawks. Seriously. Are in the top ten. Seriously. That team has been terrible. Now,
0: now, they did come to Houston Wednesday. They did. And I'm not going to lie, they did look good. They did look good. I mean, Rockets kind of shot themselves in the foot in that fourth quarter, but I'll be honest. Between Trey, <clears throat> Trey and uh, Dejounte Murray, they actually do look really good. They do. The question for Atlanta is: there, is, is everybody else
1: right? Yeah, I got you. Like, is the Johnsons, the AJ Griffins, the the Bogdanovichs, Bogdanovich, like all those guys are they gonna come to play to be able to help? And plus, they can't guard anybody if they play. If you they play a team. That can play any type of perimeter defense against guards. Mm-hmm. It's not going to end well for the Hawks. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I can see that. Also, uh, I mean, they probably it's it's probably to the fact of like I mean, Trey Young is such a liability too. He is a liability because he's small. So, he's just it's not his fault. He's just a small point guard. So, so, so based out of this ten, mm-hmm. who do you think is going to go up or go down?
1: Going up, I see. um I think that Indiana will make a run here okay. after the because top because Indiana's eight right now. Right, because I because Cleveland is going to be missing Garland for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, Miami needs another piece. I think that team's running on fumes at this point. Yeah. All yeah, the right years now. of going deep in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, New York is the Knicks. Always good regular season team under Thibodeau does not improve does not. offense. What so? I tried to tell y'all this last week. He
0: does not improve offense.
1: He just doesn't. It's Jalen Brunson one on one, Julius mm-hmm. Randall one on one.
0: Yeah, because right now they average one hundred and fifteen points, but their opponents average one eleven, which is which is kind of the league average for the most part. But I see what you are saying. A yeah. four
1: point differential. You're you're basically a five hundred yeah. team most of the time, almost. Because
0: right now they're sixteen and eleven. Right. So, uh, I agree with you. I think I think Miami will probably go down, considering Tyler Hero's hurt. Mm-hmm. Bam has been hurt. Uh, who's the point guard? Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry. I, I feel I feel like Kyle Lowry hasn't played a lot this year. I just think Kyle Lowry is just done as an and NBA two. player right now. Cleveland will probably go down. because um, Evan Mobley is he's actually heart, out, out. Uh, not for the season, but he's out for a good a good, good chunk. He so, had the knee surgery. Um I think I have a feeling Orlando may stay around four.
1: Orlando, I think, is actually a really good team.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, with, with all those young guards, like, like I feel like they're finally kind of putting it together. With Paolo uh, Wagner,
1: you got Jalen
0: Suggs. Everest's mm-hmm. guy playing
1: well. Cole yeah. Anthony like, playing they, well. They have, a, they have a nice little squad. Jonathan
0: Isaac's. Did you see the? He's looking good. The blocks against Looking Giannis. Looking I mean, real he got good. Got dunked on,
1: but he hey he keeping he He's holding his own ground.
0: I think Indian uh, I agree with you. I think Indiana will probably go up. Uh, I don't see them going no higher, in my honest opinion, no higher than five. Okay. Uh, I think Brooklyn and Atlanta will stay kind of around that nine, ten play-in area. I don't, I don't see a lot of a lot of growth within them just yet. Um, but let's talk. Let's talk about this top three: Boston, Milwaukee, and Philly. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's the right order for the East? Out of those,
1: three. as the I think that Boston is going to suffer from not making threes because they already suffer from it now. Mm. Um, I think that Philly actually end up in the two slot, and I think Milwaukee will be one. Boston goes down to three. I love the Philly squad. I I love everything about the Philly squad. I think they need another defender, Mm -hmm. like a wing defender, to go with that rotation and possibly another point guard in case something happens, but overall, Philly's a very good team and Milwaukee struggles playing defense.
0: So, so you got, so say it again, you got Philly at one? At two. At two.
1: I think Milwaukee, Milwaukee will end up going to one, but okay. I don't like their
0: defense. Okay. I actually agree. I uh, I agree. With, with Boston, uh at home they look amazing kind of like what we talked about With in the, the in the last episode in the last episode uh rockets are amazing at home so boston right now is 14 to 0 at home mm-hmm. on the road they're 7 and 6 like you can i'm not saying they're not trustworthy because obviously they've been to Eastern Conference Finals and Finals appearances and stuff but like that. can you but trust them? Can, that's the thing. Can you? Do like, you
1: trust Jalen Brown to not turn over the ball? Do you trust Jason Tatum to take a good it's just, shot?
0: It's just crazy that like when the playoffs come around and them lights get brighter, mm-hmm. how much like you either step up or you step completely down as a, as a
1: player. And do we know that Porzingis is a playoff player?
0: That's a good point. That's a real good point because, Uh is this his, if, well, not if, when they make the playoffs, what, what, is this going to be his first or second, second time?
1: Second. With the Knicks one time, yeah. And I don't, oh, oh, and uh, no, in Dallas he made the playoffs too. There you go.
0: The yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, 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 you're right, you're right. So, all right, yeah, I agree with that. Um, do you see Chicago, Toronto, Charlotte, Washington – I'm not even gonna mention Detroit, but I'm gonna go ahead and say it anyway. Even sneaking in, we can probably just go ahead and eliminate Detroit. No, let's talk about (laughs) Detroit. I actually want to talk about Detroit. We can probably eliminate them. There's
1: no way Detroit should be two and twenty-six. You know how bad you have to be,
0: not with that team, to
1: lose what twenty-five games in a row. Now the NBA record is twenty-seven. That's yeah. It's
0: bad. It's very, very bad. It's it, it sucks because it's kind of like that. It's kind of like a like like the Steven Silas situation, just a, yeah. a little bit. Because I'm not saying compare Steven Silas to Monty Williams as a coach, right. but I'm saying like Monty Williams went into that knowing like this team is probably not going to be that good, but but not two but, and twenty six. But, yeah, but not but not two and twenty six. That's completely like I mean flip the script like no nobody that type of stuff that. that gets people fired. Yeah, so like I feel like he's going to get fired over something like that, right. which. Granted, he's the coach, but like you can't like Rome wasn't built in a day. Like no. you kinda really have to work with this team.
1: It wasn't built in a day, but they had some blocks to put together. I mean they like, had something. The way this is looking, Cade goes off, the rest of the team is bad. Cade and Jaden goes off, the entire team is bad. Looking like, at this right now. Situation. At
0: home they're one in thirteen. On the road, yeah. they're one in thirteen. Yeah, true truly bad. They average one oh nine, which is last in the East. And they mm. give up 120, which is...
1: Is that worse than Indiana?
0: No, Indiana gives up 126.
1: And how much does Indiana score?
0: 127. So... So, so I mean, you can get away with not playing defense I if mean, you can yeah, score. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you can get away with it, but like you said, not 2-26. and 26. Absolutely not. Nah, that so, boy's up
1: there playing for a
0: check. But, all right, let's move on to the West. So 1 through 10 through the West, we got Minnesota, mm. Oklahoma, uh, OKC. Damn, hey, man. Denver, Sacramento, Los Angeles Clippers, uh Dallas, mm-hmm. New Orleans, Houston, Phoenix and then the Lakers rounding out the top 10. Okay.
1: I'm concerned about the Phoenix Suns. I'm very concerned I'm concerned
0: about, about the Lakers, but you go first.
1: Phoenix, I'm concerned about Phoenix from a health perspective because Bradley Beal, I said this a few I think two episodes ago, that back injury does not look like it's getting any better. Well, it right now, it's,
0: it's it's his ankle right now. It, but, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got he's,
1: you. He's just broken at this point, I feel like, physically. Mm-hmm. He probably needs like a year to just get his body together. Um That's They crazy. don't have any depth. Mm-hmm. Devin Booker is doing everything from orchestrating the offense to scoring. Mm-hmm. Kevin Durant is having to sit out games and going crazy. Mm-hmm. But they don't have any other scoring, any other type of depth. Um, yep. I think Phoenix is in a terrible spot.
0: I think – and I agree with you, but I also think that the Lakers are in a bad spot because since that, uh, since the end season tournament championship, mm-hmm. they lost four in a row.
1: Correct. And they're saying that Saturday night's nice game is. A and must Anthony
0: win. Davis and Anthony Davis has twisted his ankle about twenty times within those four game spans. But has he missed a game? He has not. So he, I mean, he's he's doing good, but. AD, I'm going to look right into this camera. Okay, here we go. You need to get that Steph Curry ankle surgery. Like, you need to fix your ankles. I don't know what it is, but please, for LeBron's sake, for the Lakers' sake, if you want to get that team to another championship. Mm -hmm. Preach, preacher. We got to work on your body, dude. We have to because the talent's there, and you've been hanging in those games, but you, please, this body, we got to work on it. But we can talk about that in (laughs) a So out of there so outside of Phoenix and outside of LA, mm-hmm. who else do you think is gonna fall off in the West? Houston. Houston. Yeah. They're a terrible
1: road team. Yeah. And they they play well at home, but they've been getting beaten at home mm-hmm. these last few games. And they're not good on the road. It's a young team. Jalen Green roller coaster. Keeps going. Roller coaster. Fred Van Fleet's playing well. Mm-hmm. Sengun should be an all-star. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dylan Brooks has been playing well. But I just think that they they're just too young and they're not ready for that moment.
0: Yeah, I mean it's like it's like I said in that in that last in, in our last episode because Memphis is obviously out of the top ten, which we'll get to that in just a second. That boy but ja. but man, I mean Ja, we, like I said, we'll talk about that in a minute. But out of the out of the ten teams currently listed, it is Rockets and New Orleans to lose. It is it is theirs to lose right now. I think New Orleans
1: has a huge problem
0: on their hands. Like a Zion problem. We can talk about Zion. You go right ahead. Cause cause I actually got some stuff I need to say too. Zion. My my man. My man, dude. <laughs>
1: you number one overall pick. We watched you in high school. We watched you in Duke. Jump out the gym. Explode out of your shoes for being that athletically gifted and that explosive of an athlete. But yet we watch you in New Orleans. Get the bag. Not play well, Mm -hmm. not follow directions, not want to lose weight, not get your body under control so you can fill your pockets. My man, you have to be better because your talent demands you to be better. Just make better decisions, get in the gym, do what you need to do to be the basketball player that your talent demands you to be, and just be better. Just be better.
0: I'll piggyback off of that so we can move on. Zion, number one overall pick. You were arguably... From what a lot of people, ESPN and all these polls, Bleacher Report have said, you are a generational talent. Generational. Generational. To be your size and your height and to jump, run, and just be athletically gifted as you are is not normal. It's not normal. So don't get lazy on us. Obviously, obviously a lot of people are, I, I guess, positively critiquing you and giving you criticism. Don't take it the wrong way. Don't take it the wrong way. It's
1: needed sometimes. It's
0: needed, but it's needed because these people clearly see how athletically gifted you are. Use that to your advantage, okay? And I, heard, I actually heard something today, and I, it actually made, and I was like, damn, like that, like that's Zion right there. It takes a special kind of person to have the power but not abuse it. Zion mm. has all the power in New Orleans to do he whatever does. he wants. He does. He's the guy. They handed him the keys. Literally, when they picked him the first in, uh, first in the NBA draft, agreed. And since then, he's abused it. He got to New Orleans and ate and ate all that boudin and that good good seafood and yeah. all that stuff, and can't seem to get his nutrition right, whatever. But he, like, I heard that and I was like, damn, that is Zion right
1: there. Angel Reese got keys to the city before you do, Zion. And, and that's kind of college. I mean,
0: and shout out to uh, she's uh, Angel Reese. Yeah,
1: balling, man. She's a dog.
0: Shout out to Angel Reese. But she's one a time. college
1: athlete, and she's she's they know she that she they know she that chick, and you not living up to standard. You, you
0: gotta do better, bro. You are in jeopardy of losing your last three years. So or last three years fully guaranteed by New Orleans. Right, so you gotta play more games. If you wanna if you wanna take care of your family, you know what to do. If you wanna take care of New Orleans management, mm-hmm. you know what you also should do, or could do. So, Dang. I'll just leave it at that. So. So the top three in the West, to get back to our little talk, to our segment, Minnesota, OKC, Denver. Do you think yeah. that changes?
1: Yeah. I told y'all this. I think the Thunder are going to have the number one seed in the West. I think the Thunder team is that good. Shea is playing at MVP level. Agreed. Chet should be rookie of the year. Um, Agreed. I love J-Dub. I like Chet. Uh, Dort has always been one of my favorite players. So, yeah. Thunder, number one seed in the West. Minnesota will probably end up around, like, three or
0: four. Hmm. I think I think Denver sneaks up and takes one. I think OKC gets two, and I think Minnesota gets three.
1: Hmm. So you think Denver's going to make a push?
0: I think so. Yeah. Just I mean, because they've been there, done that. They won a championship last mm-hmm. year. So I think – I don't want to say that they're coasting right now, but I think that right now they're not necessarily worried. Like, okay, as long as we're within the top three, we can still make our push. So as long as they stay up there, I don't think we like, I don't think you should count Denver out. Now, If Denver's like seven or eight. I mean, now we got problems. Yeah. I'm about to say now we got a problem, but, uh, I also think the Clippers may make a push. They've been looking good recently. Uh, and then outside that top ten, I'm going to get your thoughts on this real quick. Golden State, Utah, Memphis, Portland, and San Antonio. Three of those teams, not even going to worry about. Golden State, Memphis, do you think they make it's the top ten? It's a parade 10? in this, my city, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Jaw. Ja. Moran. Shout out to Jaw. Ja, baby, that's
1: how you come back, game winner in New Orleans. Zion, that's another indictment on you. Ja came back in your house, had a 30-point game winner in your house. Come on, man. You can't stand for that. Kobe wouldn't have stood for that. Shaq wouldn't have stood for that. Kevin Garnett, Tim Duncan, Mike LeBron, no great player would have let Ja walk in their house without at least having their own 30-piece. You had a, thirteen points.
0: That was a game, though. Like he, first game back, he just gamed them boards like it was nothing. Gave him buckets, nothing. Gave him buckets. And the crazy thing is, we called it. We did. We called we it. Did. So, and do I, you think Golden State cracks top ten? No. You think? No. You, you don't think so at I all. I think Draymond
1: being suspended has significantly ruined this team because now you don't know when he's coming back. You're gonna build chemistry with a whole new group. Then he's going to come back. And then what? And get suspended again. Draymond, I believe in you. Okay, don't let this hater say what he's saying. I'm just
0: saying we don't need to go down this road again, but I'm just. We don't need to go down this road. I'm just saying. I believe in you.
1: I do not believe in Clay currently. John and the Kaminga has been balling. Um, Clay actually been balling too though. Clay has. I'm been, just. I, I'm just. If you watch the games, I'm just
0: saying he's you, been balling too. If you I'm watch just saying. the
1: games, they're literally getting Clay wide open. List. Clay is not. Have you seen one portion of a game where Clay gets to the basket?
0: But that's not it. Okay, you know we don't need to get in this conversation. We've already done this. <laughs> right. We don't need to because we've already nope. Uh-uh. All right, we already got into it. All right, so our next segment. Who would you want to build your team around? I have a list of guys right here, and we're just going yeah. just to just pick each other's brain right here. So, okay. first off, who would you build your team around? Yeah. Carl Anthony Towns or DeMontis Sabonis? Cat. Why Cat?
1: Cat is better, just an all-around player. He can shoot. He can play with his back to the basket. I believe that if he were to change his mindset he could be a very good defender not great but he could be a good defender mm-hmm. um and sabonis is just man i just see sabonis and i think soft i don't know why ever since draymond like chopped him in the chest with his foot it just made me change my mindset about sabonis cuz i feel like sabonis always getting dunked on always something is happening to sabonis i need a dog
0: i can agree with that i can agree with that i guess uh i mean Respect to both of them, but I guess out of the two, I, I would definitely pick Cat. I mean, Cat is, I can I guess arguably another one of those that they've considered like a generational big man and right. trying to transcend trans, uh, transcend the game in different ways and stuff like that. I feel like Sabonis is is up there, but mm-hmm. when it comes to what Cat can do, because I because I think Cat's a better shooter. Yeah, definitely, uh, definitely. I I will give him the edge as far as rebounding. Probably not by much, but I mean, I, I'll probably give Cat the edge. Um, so I would definitely probably choose Cat over over Sabonis. So wait, right. I got a
1: question for you. Uh-huh. Who won the trade, Indiana or Sacramento? One got Tyrese Halliburton, the other one ended up getting Sabonis.
0: Man, the thing is with that, they they both got. All-star caliber players, but Indiana also got Buddy healed. Indiana did get Buddy healed. so I guess, I think I think I'm gonna still give it to Sacramento, only mm-hmm. because they, like since like since they made that trade, they went to the playoffs. And I mean right. like, I mean obviously they lost to Golden State, etc. Whatever, but like for them to get to the playoffs for the first time since what 004.
1: 0-4,
0: Because
1: they lost to, I think they lost to uh, Minnesota. So, to
0: Minnesota, yeah. yeah. So I mean, for for them to do that after that trade, like I think as of right now, I think the Kings won that trade mm-hmm. unless until proven otherwise. If Indiana can go into playoffs this year and just wreak havoc, mm-hmm. then I can change my mind. I would
1: have loved to have seen De'Aaron Fox and Halliburton in the same backcourt.
0: Man. But the thing is also, I don't think with Halliburton would have would have been able to do what he does in Indiana. Him, but healed. Fox and healed. Fox.
1: Find you a big that can get up and down.
0: If there if there's a way, if there's a way that he could take his game now from Indiana and, and play with this yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. You're you're probably talking top three seed in the oh, yeah. in, in the West. This is attacking all, all day. All right, next. Giannis or K D? Who would you build your team around?
1: Giannis. Giannis.
0: See, I got KD. Oh, Evan. Evan. I got KD.
1: You can't build your team around an uh, older player.
0: He's 30, that's, 34. That's true. Okay, 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 you first. You, okay, go ahead, go ahead.
1: Giannis is younger. Mm-hmm. Giannis is a better defender. Giannis yeah. plays. Giannis does not take up a lot of space on the court. He play, he's getting downhill, he's mm-hmm. setting screens, he's rebounding. He doesn't need a lot to be done for him to get his buckets.
0: KD Fail. is a different Fail. story.
1: KD struggles with physicality because he's just a smaller frame person.
0: I beg to differ, but uh, yeah.
1: How does he not struggle with physicality when you get physical with him, like with the Celtics? Because do?
0: because when you get physical, physical with KD, you have to remember he's still seven foot at the end of the day. He is. He can just turn around and shoot the ball. And he's still he's still able to get to the free throw line. He's mm-hmm. still able to post you up regardless of size. Like he's been able, like he's been posting Giannis up. Like he's been posting guys up that are, I guess, qualified as bigger than him. Correct. And he's and he's handling it with ease. Mm-hmm. So I chose KD because I believe that KD is more of a seasoned, is more of a seasoned player than Giannis. I feel like I feel like Giannis is still growing into that player. Like he still doesn't really have a jump shot yet. I mean, it's it's a lot better than years past. It, yeah. But agreed. But everybody, but literally everybody has said if Giannis were to able to get a consistent jumper like KD, it's game over. Would you Would you agree with that? because because I feel like I feel like with KD's yes. level of scoring, he can score from yes. all three areas of the court he can. regardless. He can. I don't know if I can say that about Giannis yet. No. Outside of outside of getting a rebound and going in transition mm. and getting easy layups and dunks, which is totally fine, I'm not trying to discredit his game. Mm. Outside of that, Toronto proved to you that if you hold him outside the paint, what is Giannis? And With KD, if you hold him outside the paint, he's gonna light you up time and time again. But this is where I did see, this goes to my bigger KD point.
1: We've seen Giannis in the NBA NBA finals put up 50 points in a closeout game. hmm We have we've seen Kevin Durant in the finals in two different iterations. Mm-hmm. One in OKC, one in Golden State. Yep. The Golden State, they were the best team. He has Steph, Clay, Draymond, all in their prime. They ran through everybody. Mm-hmm. But when he was in Oklahoma City and he was the key cog, you knew Kevin Durant was undisputedly True. the best player on that team. He could not live up to it. I've watched Giannis take his team and put them on his back and win a championship.
0: But and I'm not I'm not trying to discredit what what KD did going to that finals right there, but obviously he went up against a LeBron James that was like, mm-hmm. I am going to win this finals. Was he?
1: Because the Thunder won Game One, and if yeah, it wasn't no, yeah. for a bad call in Game Two, they're probably win Game I'm, Two.
0: I, I'm just saying, I'm not. I'm not trying to say like you know it would like LeBron's team was better than KD's because that's not the argument. Mm-hmm. But like to to see LeBron in that moment, mm-hmm. like you see it in his eyes, like I'm not, I'm not losing. Right. I don't, and, and I agree. I, I don't think KD was ready for that because because again, LeBron was like, get not out of my bad. way get just get out of my way so james harden wasn't right nah, now james I harden know. i mean he like Stephen A said he put construction workers to shame he <laughs> was <laughs> he was bricking everything i will never forget that i will never forget he that was construction <laughs> he was i mean it was bad like oh my goodness but it's bad but anyway so yes <sighs> that's why i choose kd i just think kd is more of a is is a better i guess to say all around ish player mm-hmm. than Giannis. Um and I mean I think they both pass the ball well. I think they do I think they do a lot of things very well, but I think right. KD is probably just a smidget better. Until Giannis develops his jump shot, I think KD, KD will always be a smidget better.
1: I mean it's tough to argue with KD. I just think that Giannis yeah. is is gonna be the better player to build around.
0: I got you. I got yeah and that makes sense too. I got you. All right. Joker or Embiid? Joker, yeah, yeah, I got Joker too. Joker. Joker. I got Joker too. That okay, passing. And, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll say I, I don't think we need to go into that, mm-hmm. but but yeah, 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 I got Joker too.
1: It's it's getting closer than what you think. No, when, no, what it MB's is. Doing it, yeah, right now.
0: yeah, it definitely is. Um, here's an interesting one: Chet or Wimby?
1: Long term, it would be. No, well, let me stop lying to myself. Chet, you really think so? I
0: love Chet's game, man. He's I do too. aggressive. I do too, but Wimby.
1: He Wimby is Wimby is going to be a great defensive player, but he's gonna be forever inconsistent on offense. Especially playing with Pop. He does not need to be with Pop. What he if, needs to be with somebody who's gonna let him go.
0: What if Pop puts puts him in the situations that he did with Tim Duncan? And and allow and allow him to be that 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 face then for he, the Spurs.
1: Well, okay. Would about that
0: change your 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 aspect?
1: No, because he can be the face of the franchise like Tim Duncan, but you cannot put him in the positions of Tim Duncan because Tim Duncan was the big fundamental. He could play his back to the basket. He could post up anybody really. Wimby did not have that type of game. Wimby has a KD type game or like a Giannis okay. type game. It's okay. like a hybrid between the two. Okay, so you can't put him in the same positions. Let him run pick and rolls. Mm-hmm. Let him bring the ball down the court. Hit him running down the lane, lobs, the occasional three. Like that's how he should be playing. He should be playing like a modern a modern big man.
0: I got you. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. I see what you're saying. I mean, I think I would still choose Wimby, but you did make some valid points. Just uh I would choose Wimby just because again, he's just one of those he's generational. Like that we like we've true. never we've never seen a person seven five with a handle and just mm-hmm. doing doing the things that he does. With Chet, what is Chet? Seven seven, seven one, seven two ish yeah. on a good day, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um and, and I mean Chet's good. Like good. like I mean he he is badass. I'm, I'm not come even gonna on, lie like, to you.
1: Off the backboard, step through the lane. But I just ah, think, I, on, think what, I think
0: I think I think Wemby's potential is just is greater because he has a chance to be a defensive player of the year. He does. He has a chance to if he really hones into his game, he has a chance to be an MVP. He does. So I think I think as he continues to grow in his potential, like he's going to be able to see the game a lot, a lot better than what he did in France, which coming from overseas to the NBA, a lot of obviously a like lot of overseas Luka. people have said playing overseas is better or not better is easier or playing in the NBA is easier than playing overseas.
1: Especially for those guys that grew up over there in the systems. They were like 13. Yeah. yeah by the time they get here, they're ready to go. Yeah. Yeah.
0: They're ready to go. So uh, I think, I think I would just choose Wimby just because because of his long-term potential. But, I mean, it's kind of like KD and Giannis. Like, Chet and Wimby are like. Right there. Are right right there. Matt, keep going, Chet. So, all right. Um, We'll skip a couple of these because I I, I actually want to get your take on these last two. Okay. Prime Russell Westbrook or prime Derrick Rose.
1: Ooh. Um,
0: I I actually thought really long and hard about this one.
1: Russ, I love you, man. It's Derrick Rose.
0: Oh, like, my gosh. I, you, I, uh, I don't you, know.
1: Der, Der, I'm Derrick, going with Westbrook. Derrick Rose wasn't just a basketball player. Derrick like, Rose was a vibe on the basketball court. He was a movement. Like You felt Derrick Rose's energy through the TV
0: screen but because the, he was that type of player. But the same thing can be said about Westbrook.
1: no. Russell Westbrook had more time to develop in his situation than what Derrick Rose had. Derrick Rose came to the Chicago team.
0: Okay, that's fair. And he was clearly
1: the best player. I got you. Russell Westbrook had KD, and he had James Harden, and he had Serge Ibaka, and he had Jeff Green. Mm -hmm. All at the same time. And he got to learn and grow. Derrick Rose, he got pushed pedal to the middle by Tom Thibodeau. Again, Tom Thibodeau, it's really your fault why <laughs> Derrick Rose blew his knee out. No, we're not Nobody nobody blame talks at about nobody. It. It's, not it's not your fault. He shouldn't have been in that game. You were by 12 with two minutes left. Why is he in the game?
0: Why do I feel but like he was hurt before that game? He, 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 he was, That's right? the problem. Okay, okay, I thought he so. He was okay. hurt before. Okay. And then when he went up and he came down. I got you. It was over. So I'm going with Westbrook. And my thing, my thing about this is, I really thought long and hard actually, about this. Westbrook, if I'm not saying it's safe to say, but like, but just just bear with me here. Westbrook and D. Rose kind of has somewhat of similar careers. Both mm. both won MVP. Okay. Okay. Both came into the league not really being able to shoot. Re- That's a fact. Really having to like develop their game, mm. uh, and really had to take on that being a combo hybrid, like explosive type guard. Right. Right. I think I think the difference between Westbrook and D Rose is that it's kind of it's kind of like what you just said Westbrook had time to develop. He did. And over that time to develop, he got better and better and better. Mm. And and they kind of both had similar injuries, similar, not Somewhat similar, like I'm talking. I'm talking about knee stuff. I'm not saying like Derrick
1: Rose was was catastrophic.
0: No, I know, but I'm but I mean uh, Westbrook tore his meniscus, meniscus. Uh, because Pat of because of bell. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying similar to an extent, not like they mm-hmm. both tore their MCL or whatever. It ruined the championship. But run I think for sure. I think my difference is why I picked Westbrook over D Rose is because when D Rose got hurt, he was never the same. When no. Westbrook got hurt. He came back and got better, and then won MVP, and then F-star averaged, like four years of a triple double. Like, I I can't argue that. So I'm going. So I'm picking Westbrook. Derrick Rose. But I but, I but I, but I got MVP. love for D Rose though. I got love for D Rose. The
1: youngest MVP mm-hmm. in NBA history. In, yeah. The
0: I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not. I'm I'm not. I'm not negating and his that knee at injury all.
1: Was a million times worse. If you really no, want to make was. a comparison I'm between, saying, I'm just
0: saying. I'm just saying like. They both had knee injuries, but is if, what I'm saying.
1: If you want to make a more accurate knee comparison injury to what Derrick Rose had to go through, because people tear their meniscus, that's right. a fairly easier surgery to come back from. Mm-hmm. It's Paul George. Mm-hmm. That's the better comparison for for a significant knee injury for, for Derrick Rose, but... You could go – you could pick either one and be right. I mean, I just think that Derrick Rose, he brings a whole different dynamic to your team. Like, Russell Westbrook's explosive. Explosive. Derrick Rose is a world-class
0: athlete. Yeah. He was in his round. I got you. Okay. Um, We'll try to go through these last two quick. Kobe Bryant or Steph? Kobe. Kobe.
1: I don't do I have to explain it for y'all? Y'all, y- y'all know. I mean, I mean, I don't
0: think we have to explain, but yeah. I figured, I think, I I figured that'd be a good little kind of argument starter.
1: <sighs> I'm never. I'm not taking. There's only one person I'm taking over Kobe Bean Bryant.
0: That's Michael Jeffrey Jordan, and that goes right into my last one, okay. which I also choose Kobe too. Shout out to the Mamba. He didn't say that. He said LeBron. No, I'm talking. No, 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 I'm talking about Kobe and Steph. We're talking about Kobe oh, and Steph here. Oh, right. I- I'm right. saying. I'm saying this leads into my next one. Uh huh. LeBron or Jordan? Jordan. LeBron. <laughs> LeBron James. Thank y'all for tuning in into the mid-week LeBron, podcast. LeBron James. Listen, listen. We're on the time budget, so we we can start this argument the next no, time. Go ahead. I mean, the man is the leading scorer in all of the NBA. He's got four rings. He's in year twenty one, twenty-two, still playing as if he was in year ten. I mean, there like you can't you can't like all the teams that Jordan faced in the finals can't compare to what LeBron faced in the finals. I'm just saying, but listen, LeBron. Le- it's it's just like you said, like how Derrick Rose was a world class athlete. LeBron has to be, if not one of the greatest like world class athletes ever, and he's still playing at a high level. Like he could probably play another five years if he. So wanted is to.
1: this a longevity debate, or is this who is no. better at their apex debate?
0: Better at their apex is Michael I'm, Jordan. Is LeBron?
1: LeBron James. Just, you you point to the the finals competition that Jordan went up against as compared to LeBron and oh my god it's who, so much tougher who was
0: better who was better than, it than those teams
1: it doesn't matter you play who were in front of you and if you are this transcendently great all-time best player of all time. Okay. You find a way to beat that Warriors team with Steph, Clay, KD, and Draymond. Because the Houston Rockets mm-hmm. had that same team down three games to two when Chris Paul got injured at the end of game five. And, and they, they ended up that, losing yeah, and man, in seven. And
0: I, I'm a Rockets fan and that still. That, 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 that one hurts.
1: That, that one hurts. hurts.
0: We were so The Rockets were,
1: were probably the best team in the NBA that year.
0: Yes, like they that won sixty two games.
1: They did. Yeah, and they stomped Cleveland every time they stomped played Cleveland them. the regular season. So. so they're going to be they're going to be the best. Th- that that that's that doesn't matter. But you have to beat them. You have to beat them. If you stand them down three two with James Harden and Chris Paul, you sir should find a way okay. to be able to beat. Okay, them. so
0: here's my thing. You take you take that. KD Warriors team and you take one of the, and you take one of Michael Jordan's best teams. Let's just say his 90 uh
1: 96 or 90 uh or 91.
0: Uh that
1: 91 team was really good. Let's cool. just say
0: 96 because they won 72 games. Okay. So let's just say that. KD's Warriors versus versus uh Jordan's 96. Who's winning that series? 7 96 games.
1: 96 Bulls. They have defend they they match up perfectly with Golden Who's State on Kevin every level. Scotty Pippen. Scotty Pippen. You can take turns with him. You can switch off him and Rodman all day, because you keep forgetting about Rodman.
0: I, no, I'm, I'm
1: and Ron I'm Harper. with you.
0: I'm, I'm, I'm listening.
1: And then you got Ron Harper to go up against Steph.
0: We're talking about Kevin Durant here. Then we're, you got we're Michael talking Jordan. about Kevin Durant. You got
1: Jordan guarding Clay Thompson. You have uh, Dennis Rodman on Draymond Green. It's a perfect matchup across the board. Is perfectly lined up for the Bulls to win. And who is going to stop Michael Jordan from scoring? You think Draymond is okay. going to get in his That's way? Okay. Man, no. stop. No,
0: but, okay, in that series, what would you have it as? And if you say sweep, I will walk out of this door right now. 4 2
1: Bulls. 4 2.
0: I think it'd go seven.
1: Jordan never allowed it to go seven games. Something else LeBron can't say. I'm just, okay. Something else.
0: Brown we can finish can't say. this topic just another saying. day. Just I'm saying, picking, I'm picking six LeBron. and zero
1: with six finals MVPs. You know what I'm saying? That the, the only who's the leading the, scorer in the league. Something that he did not. Something that LeBron James did not do. Contrary to what LeBron James stands will tell you, LeBron James has never won the NBA Defensive Player of the Year. Michael he Jordan. got robbed. Michael
0: Jordan. Mark Gasol has league. his Defensive Player Michael of the Year. Michael
1: Jordan won League MVP and Defensive Player of the Year in the exact same season. Mm-mm-mm. When has LeBron James ever done that?
0: He was about to in two thousand. The first
1: man to ever win All Star Game MVP, regular season MVP, Finals MVP, and an Olympic gold medal in the same season was who? Michael Jeffrey Jordan. And you
0: know LeBron was about to be right. LeBron literally. LeBron had is the L- second person that. to do it. He's the second. Yeah. I'm j-
1: but you can't never be number one if you're number two.
0: Mm. He's gonna finish it right there. Okay. Right there. All right. That's fine. We'll. We'll bring this up at another point. Okay. In time. You know who else belongs to be number two, Evan? I think at this point of the segment, I think this is your uh, Stephen A. Smith moment where you it can is. have the floor to yourself. Thank you. Uh, obviously, you're a big Atlanta Hawks fan, and they Atlanta. lost to the Carolina Panthers.
1: See, he's We're so bad he called us the Hawks. We're the Falcons. I mean, I'm sorry. That's how I'm forgettable sorry. Sorry. we are. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's I'm how su- forgettable I'm we stuck, are. I'm stuck
0: in my basketball mindset. I'm sorry. But I'm going to let you have the floor. <laughs> You say whatever you have to say to Arthur Smith.
1: Yeah. Okay. Say, say
0: whatever you got to say to Arthur Smith. I'm I, I am here for moral support for you today.
1: Oh, I don't I'm- need moral support. I'll tell you what it will will make me happy. Okay. Arthur, my man. We talked last week. I told you if you lose to Carolina, I'm coming at you because there's no reason we should lose to a one win football team. When well, we have the division on the line. We were in a three-way tie for first place. Tampa Bay won in Green Bay. New Orleans won. What did we do? We went on the road, and in front of 115 people, and tickets was $3. And no, I'm not making this up. We lost to the Carolina Panthers in a driving rainstorm. Why? Bijan John Robinson fumbled. Fine. Whatever. They get three points. We're going in for the game-sealing touchdown. And what does Desmond Ritter do? He has Drake London Wide open. And what does he do? He throws it in coverage for a pick. Classic Desmond Ritter. But, Arthur, let's get on to you because we all know Desmond Ritter is a dumpster fire as a quarterback. You, sir, are a dumpster fire as a head coach. Let's read some numbers. Arthur Smith's record as head coach, 20 and 27. You know what, Arthur? That's. Not that bad for a team that's rebuilding. That's not that bad for a team that, that, that had to get under under the cap and all that. But you know, Arthur, what's funny? Your predecessors did much better than you. Mike Smith, sixty six and forty six. That's a winning record. Sure Dan is. Quinn, forty three and forty two, with a Super Bowl appearance. That is also a winning They're record. Winning. Yep. Jim Moore, Jr., 26 and 22 as the Atlanta Falcons head coach. These are all three of your predecessors that coached more than 20 games. And guess what, Arthur? They all have winning records. Dan Quinn, first three years, two playoff appearances and a Super Bowl appearance. Mike Smith, first three years, two playoff appearances, four career playoff um, appearances, seven years.
0: It's getting a little hot in
1: here. Jim Moore, Jr., first season. First season as the head coach with Michael Vick as his quarterback takes us to the NFC Championship game and we lose to the Philadelphia Eagles. Arthur Smith is supposed to be an offensive-based coach, right? You know where the Falcons rank offensively while he's an offensive-based coach? 29th, mm. 24th, mm. and 19th in yards in his mm. three years as the head coach. Where that, do we rank at in points in those three years? That ain't good. 26th. 15th, so you think things are getting better. Guess what? This year, we're back to 26th. Bad. Let's see what you've done in the draft, Arthur Smith. You drafted Drake London at number eight overall. Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson proceeded to go two picks after him, and then both are already better than Drake London. Let's look at another miss we had in the draft that's even more egregious. We took Kyle Pitts at number four overall, a generational tight end. You know who went after that?
0: You know what happened?
1: Jamar Chase. Really? Panay Sewell, Patrick Sertan Jr., and Michael Parsons were all drafted in the same draft. Whoa. After I did not know Kyle that
0: actually.
1: No. That's crazy. <laughs> Whoa, after Kyle Pitts, I got one more for you. I got one more for you. That's really gonna trip you out. 2020 NFL draft. The first round pick, you know, I didn't really have many problems with it. It was AJ Terrell. I like AJ Terrell. I think he's a very good player. He needs to get his money. But then in the second round, you proceed to take Marlon Davidson out of Auburn University. You know who else went in the second round that year
0: in after he was picked in twenty twenty? No, nope.
1: Trayvon Diggs, Jalen Johnson from the Chicago Bears, and the worst one of all, Jalen Hurts was picked in that second round. After we Ooh, took Martha
0: Boys. Arthur Smith, <laughs> you this, about to lose your job. <laughs>
1: this resume that I'm putting out in front of you is your career work as an Atlanta Falcons head coach. And this is miserable and this is terrible. We expect better as a fan base. Atlanta is a proud city. Atlanta is the black capital of the United States of America and we take our football seriously in the South. So why are you having us suffer as fans to watch you, this terrible drafting and this terrible offense for years on end when we are actually used to coaches coming in and being efficient and getting the job done and taking us to NFC Championship games and Super Bowls. Something that you, sir, I don't think will ever sniff as the Atlanta Falcons head coach. You need to do better or Preferably, in my opinion, you need to go. Because losing to a one-win football team with a division on the line, with a team and talent that you have, is inexcusable. You need to do better. And I expect more from the Falcons organization moving forward. So, Arthur, I'm no longer going to address you because you are not worth me addressing you directly anymore based off of your resume that I just provided for you. So I will be talking to the Atlanta Falcons organization in general. We Demand better as a fan base. Y'all said that this was going to be different. This team has talent. This team is this. This team is that. And yet all I see is mediocrity. Do better. Be better. And make us as a fan base proud to say rise up.
0: I'm done. And on that note, that is the end of episode five of the Midweek Athletes Podcast. Again, thank y'all for sharing liking subscribing uh also check us out on our podcast if you're not able to uh get us on youtube check us out on spotify or apple Podcasts wherever you get your podcast from happy holidays again yes sir and we will see y'all next time
1: Arthur, you got three weeks baby episode it's coming. five replacement on the way